clear skies right now throughout our listening area. 40 degrees in Lynchburg and Bedford, 42 in Roanoke and Salem, 41 in Danville, 39 in Amherst, and 40 in Appomattox. How about it, beepity, beepity, bop? <laughs> I do know what that means. I don't either. I, yeah. I, it was that David Lee Roth, I think, did right. that. Yeah. Yep. Hey, I do want to take a minute to to mention um, a lot of you have reached out about the show on Saturday. The show is this Saturday. I know. That's what I've heard. Live from Rose Ridge. Yeah. How are um, practices going? Going great. Yeah. Um, it's called These Haunted Hills. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the mood for some scary stories right. and some, uh, you know, ghost stories and song right. and, um, oh my gosh, some of our storytellers are just ridiculously good okay. uh, the singers are so good and i will tell you salties marie laveau right coming together pretty nicely oh, he's got backup singers oh wow he, yeah so it's salty and don uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right salty henderson and don um <laughs> But, yeah, it's going to be so much fun. If you don't have your tickets, you do need to go ahead and and get them. You can go to secondstageamherst.org. And you can also, uh, if you want to join us for supper beforehand, we're doing a poor boy supper Mm -hmm. this time. It's only $5 if you get your tickets in advance. Okay. And um, and it's an Appalachian stew. we got cornbread. Mm -hmm. Or you can get brown beans. We've got sweet and unsweet tea. Okay. Uh, And and everything bunt cakes, they're doing the desserts. Oh, I've seen their uh, thing. Yeah, well, they came in. Yeah. Remember, they came in and had all those amazing yeah. mutt cakes. Yeah. So it's going to be fantastic. And that's going to be the biggest bargain ever. Mm-hmm. $5. Yeah, that's that's a good deal. Yeah. What can is. you get for five? I mean, even a $5 store Our, is not $5 anymore. Right. You can't go through a drive through for mm, that. I know. A Sandy's Board Life is catering it for us. F&L Market is helping us out oh, nice. with uh, many of the ingredients. It's definitely a community okay thing yeah and if you haven't been to second stage it's an old church that they have remade into a theater Mm -hmm. and it's just a really cool vibe to it and uh, hopefully you'll be able to join us for the christmas show i'm hoping yeah so well i've I've, um i went to a speaking of christmas i went to a christmas service up there many many oh, moons ago when okay. it was still madison heights baptist church or something like oh, that all right or it was first baptist in madison Heights. no amherst it's in the town or, of amherst, or amherst i mean second, that's what i meant to it's say it's on second street in amherst yeah yeah it was first baptist of amherst or it was amherst baptist church before i don't i remember. mean it's got this cool like balcony area because yeah, you yeah. can even request the balcony seats there, oh, there wow. aren't a ton of them right but but you can because then you've got a really a bird's eye yeah. view on everything speaking of balcony i i showed up at the balcony yesterday Wife, oh, yeah. wife was a little under the weather. I got there a little bit late. And, uh, well, Dr. Widmeyer greeted me at the door. Oh, okay. And he said, hi, Mark. The 838 st- service starts right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I said, thanks. Called out. Good good to see you, sir. But we're glad you're here. <laughs> glad I don't run my uh, doctor's appointments this so way. <laughs> I scurried up to the tech booth because you know, I... It could have been worse. He could have been said, I'm sorry, you've missed your appointment right, time. Right, exactly. We're going to have to see you at the next... Uh, at the next 11 o'clock service. 11 o'clock service, yeah, right. I scurried up to the tech booth to hand him a laptop that I'm letting them borrow for next Saturday's fall festival. I put a bunch of oldies music on there for him. Oh, fun. And I thought, well, I'm already up here. I'll just sit in the balcony and turn the corner. I go... Crap, the balcony was full. Oh, uh-oh. I went downstairs. Some people I, just love to sit in the in the balcony. They do. They do. So I became a back row Presbyterian, if there's such a thing. Hmm. Maybe I was predestined to be in the back row. <laughs> Maybe you, you were. You never know. <laughs> it's true. So 866-916-3776. 
I was at Sam's yesterday filling up because gas was very Uh-oh. reasonable. Yesterday. You weren't taste testing things. No. You didn't come home with like no. a five-year supply of green tea. No, no, I didn't. Because Kara doesn't let you go by yourself very I, often. Typically not. And so I, I looked at the guy in the pump. Uh, you know, he was on the other side of the pump and doing his truck there and uh, filling it up. And I said, enjoy these gas prices because what's going on in the Middle East is just going to change. It always does. Anytime there's a major excursion, even if it's not involving countries that are producing gas or oil or whatever, it always tends to affect it. So gas is cheap right now. And they say it's going to be cheap for a little while, but I, honest to goodness, that's just my gut feeling on past events like this tends to make the gas prices go up. So enjoy it while you can. Hmm. Um, you know, it's... it's uh, it very everything's very tenuous and you know dr bob when we interviewed him when the ukrainian war started right. over a year ago yeah he said you know technically boys and girls were in world war three um, oh and now and, and now you add this middle east thing which is going to go on and there's going to be going on for a while and it's going to be extremely disturbing because yeah. there is a they're using the word bloodthirst yeah. Israel is going to want revenge. And the thing about Israel is everybody's got to serve, I believe it's two years oh, yeah. in, in, the, in the armed Absolutely. services, which I think is a good thing. And yeah. so they were telling their citizens, be ready. And some actually fought because we've had home invasions here in this country. Okay. Sadly, it happens. People get robbed or whatever. Mm-hmm. They had hundreds of home invasions by terrorists literally going in and and yanking families out, taking some hostage, massacring others. And it was a multi-front type attack. And this has been planned for a while. And, and they say now that, that they haven't verified it, but there's been leaks that Iran is behind it. They're providing uh, some yeah, of the weaponry now, US, and the plans. U.S. leaders are saying they haven't seen evidence of right. it, but um, Hamas, uh, Hezbollah, says Iran helped plan the deadly attack. Right. So, And these these are the players that actually did the attack. Right. They're the ones saying it. And that's a senior member mm-hmm. of Hamas. Now, are they saying that to try to strike fear that they have their support? Or, uh, you know, well, there's a lot of things. It could be that. Yeah. It could be that. Well, in Australia, I read a story last night. It was disturbing. Western Sydney. Uh, a guy running around in a four-door Toyota truck shooting off fireworks. Mm. They're celebrating in Australia. Um, you know, Muslims are. Mm. Now, not all Muslims, right. but the radical Muslims that are in Australia are celebrating the fact that Israel has been attacked. The Wall Street Journal reported yesterday that Iranian security officials approved Hamas's plan to attack Israel uh, during a meeting in Beirut last Monday. Yeah, on the 3rd, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And Hamas and Hezbollah leaders said uh, Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps walked with Hamas, uh, has worked with Hamas since August on air, land, and sea attacks. Yeah, because, yeah, you're right. Air, land, and sea. They did a mm-hmm. multi. I mean, it. Okay, from a military perspective, and it, it was a brilliant plan. It was like they're comparing it to 9-11. Yeah. That, that we were asleep when 9-11 happened. Israel was asleep technically because there was no real human intelligence because right. they rely on human intelligence mm-hmm. heavily there, and so do we. But, you know, 
it, they were totally, as a matter of fact, Janet, they were celebrating the 50-year celebration of winning the Yom Kippur War 50 years ago. Plus, they did it on Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Most people had their the most people had their phones turned off, right? Because they follow the Sabbath. And you complete. think and you think they don't know that? Of course right. they know right. that. And that's that's why and, and they, they did it. And they don't care. They and, don't care. It's course, a religious day. For the U.S. Them. is still saying, well, all of this is unconfirmed. It's unconfirmed. We don't right. have information corroborating the the report. And we are not we are not in any shape to be dealing with this. I mean. This administration has us in a horrible place. Yeah. I mean, our reserves our are depleted. depleted. Our military's in terrible shape. Right. I mean. Yeah, we're worried more about equity. Right. In the armed services equity than and, training and soldiers. Freaking green right. electric cars. How can we have a war with all electric uh, jets and tanks? Well, yeah. And, we're going to save the planet. Well, and, and issuing a war on our appliances i mean that's right right that's what they're focused that's the on war. it's the, ridiculous the war is against the american people from this administration right i mean they and then you've got <laughs> high level people in the government some in the in the, in the military saying our greatest challenge is climate change oh my Bull word crap yeah just so stupid that's I mean, idiotic i mean <laughs> people are like Oh, the glass is half empty or the glass is half full. America's like, where's the glass? Right. We're not even playing the same game, game right, right. here. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, they're it, playing chess and we're not even playing a, a full deck of tiddlywinks. That's you what know, we're We don't even have all the parts to play checkers. We're so far behind. And I hate to beat us up that way, but this administration but no, undid but we also a have lot of to good. know what we're dealing with, right. though. And it's not good. And, I, you know, I was getting ready for church yesterday and was listening to, um, I think it's the Home Builder Show. Well, on the heels of the Home Builder Show was your show, you know, with uh, Glenn Boblitz. Mm-hmm, and I yeah. was listening intently about seeds and all that kind of stuff. That and I'm telling you people, I'm telling you people, mm-hmm. you better take this stuff seriously. Because you're fixing to understand right. why your grandma, you know, right. saved her aluminum foil exactly. that was used and grew a garden every year and never went on vacation. You better steal yourself for a different way of living because it's coming whether you're ready or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, when we come back, we're going to uh, try to lighten it up a little bit. Or are we? I don't know. By taking a look at a Reddit thread, you know, periodically we go to the, um, you know, am I the whole? Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, and and <laughs> there's a, a woman on Reddit that uh that said she had just snapped like a twig with her grandmother because she kept on comparing her to her dead aunt oh wow yeah yeah it's very it's an interesting story okay have you ever been compared constantly to somebody in your family i mean i i was no but i'm compared to a guy in roanoke who apparently looks just like me oh every time i show up at colt's place and pammy's behind the desk yeah she, she goes she has to do a double take man uh, i thought you were gary i you know i thought you were gary again oh she thinks you've i'm got this, a doppelganger I've, I've, in roanoke i've got a guy that looks just like me in roanoke interesting yeah i wonder what he makes maybe we could switch w2s i don't w2s. know, I don't you know. see what you can do there <laughs> call <laughs> janet and mark toll free 866-916-3776 call the morning jam Mark 
Otter Group. If I leave It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. A little free bird for you this morning at 721 on the Morning Jam. It makes your Monday a little better. Janet and Mark. Hello. 434-248-0704 is our, our text number. We love it when you uh, when you weigh in mm-hmm. on the things that we're talking about. Uh, lady, ask Reddit to rate, weigh in on uh the aita we've talked about this on the show before they they have this thread called am i the a-hole um because they sometimes they do something and they're like i'm not real am i in the wrong i'm not really sure if i'm in the wrong or not and so they'll go and then people will weigh in on it well this young woman snapped like a twig at her grandmother Mm -hmm. and said stop comparing me to my deceased aunt hmm the October 5th Post, the young woman explained that her late aunt at age 15 was killed in a car accident. Mm-hmm. So this was before she was born. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was told when I was born that my grandmother saw my red hair and begged my parents to name me after my aunt. Oh, okay. Interesting. The young parents, uh, the young woman's parents apparently agreed and and so the, the whole thing began. Now, I was always compared to my Aunt Jan. And I think I was named after Aunt Jan, although my mother's name was Janice mm-hmm. as well. And I always loved being compared to her mm-hmm. because it, cause everybody loved her. She was really sassy. Right. But I wasn't compared like this girl's dealing with. She said um, it caused her grandmother to favor her over other cousins. Mm. And that caused resentment. Okay. We had a cousin that was favored over the rest of us, and and we didn't like it. So I get that. Uh, I didn't like her favoritism towards me. I just wanted to be treated normal. She would often say, you have red hair just like your aunt, or your aunt used to like art. I'm not into art, but she would encourage me to take it up. Mm -hmm. If I refused to take up my late aunt's hobbies, it would upset her. I complained to my parents, and they said... I just bring her comfort. Hmm. On her recent 18th birthday, things changed. She and her friends planned to take a weekend trip to celebrate her birthday. My grandmother disproved and said, my aunt would have done a party at home. I finally lost it. Hmm. She said she told her grandmother, stop trying to make me your dead daughter. Wow. The grandmother started crying and left the room. Hmm. I felt terrible. Well, I don't think you delivered that message in a very tactful way. Yeah, you needed to Sade it a little bit. Be a smooth operator yeah. like my wife. Yeah. She might not get the lyrics right, but, but she knows how to Sade to, a situation. Diplomatically, yes. yes. Yeah. I am often called the the um, the benevolent dictator at my house. <laughs> I got you. Uh, the family yelled at her for upsetting her grandmother. Wow. And the only one that stuck up for her was her father. Huh. She said, my mother was upset with me and like everyone else demanded that I apologize to my grandmother. I did not. Mm. My dad told me not to worry about it and enjoy my road trip. Father said the situation would likely be settled by the time she returned. It was not settled. Mm. 
Everybody is still angry with me. My grandmother won't speak to me. Okay. Have you seen the episode of Seinfeld where he gets into an argument with the aunt and she dies? Oh, and no. And that he is, you know, supposed to go to the funeral, but he's got games, tickets, really good tickets to the Mets. And he has <laughs> no, to make he has to make that decision whether to go to the baseball game or go to the aunt's funeral where he had a conflict with her just like oh, yikes. 48 hours or 72 I, hours before. I missed before. that episode. Oh, my gosh. It's a, it's a dilemma. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially when it's older folks, I think you just why have to be I, careful. Why do I think he went to the ball game? Did he? No, he... Oh, he, did he do the right he, thing? He did the right thing, but it was... So do you think she was wrong to call this out with her grandmother? I th- I think... Sounds like grandma has some unresolved issues she needs to be dealing it, with. It, it does, and, and I think she could have taken that angle, you know, yeah. with her and, and even done it like, in could, a letter could you would have been better. stop comparing me? Right. Always. I'm not, I'm not my aunt. Because when you write it in a letter... You'll say, no, that's a little too harsh. And you'll redo it. And yeah, you don't come I don't, off. Right. I don't think it was the fact that she said something. I think it's what the way she what, said it. Right. Don't right. you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's she was certainly entitled to, to say something. Uh, a psychologist weighed in, mm. said the situation is heartbreaking. Like transference or whatever. Yeah. And it's unfair to be compared to your aunt. Mm-hmm. It's a compliment to be named after someone special in your family, but it can lead to tough ramifications right. if you're always compared to them. Right, sure. Maybe grandma could use some counseling to help her deal with her unresolved grief and unfair projection, which mm-hmm. is what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, looking ahead, she suggested that perhaps you do apologize to your grandmother in an honest and heartfelt way. I suggest taking some time to write down key points on index cards. Look at you. You could look. You're like on this. Uh, I have not read the article. You want to say to your grandmother, Mm -hmm. the apology needs to express how you feel that while you're honored, it's hard to live up to that, to the image of, I mean, they've made this saintly image, which happens. Sure. It's like they forget everything else about them except Mm -hmm. for the good things. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and realize you just want to be accepted for, for who she is. Now, people <laughs> replied to the post, okay? Uh, someone replied, you are not your grandmother's support animal. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, oh gosh, that's that's going right to the point. They should have helped them write the letter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe so. Oh, wow. uh, over a thousand responses, nearly all the comments did side with her. Okay. With most offering a degree of empathy for the clearly grieving grandmother. Right. One said, do you like your name? You're 18. If you don't like it, maybe it's time to get a name change. That would crush her grandmother. Yeah. I don't think that's good advice. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, the grandmother has already damaged your relationships with cousins, one person said. She really thinks you're a replacement daughter, especially since your whole life she has tried to, to get you to be exactly like her. Grandma needs counseling. Yeah. For sure, I think. Uh, were you harsh? Yes. But did Grandma finally get the message? Yes. Right. So, uh, yeah. It's almost like if I could have appeared on an episode of of <laughs> Seinfeld and I was Newman's younger fat cousin. <laughs> and uh, every time I saw this one person, he said, oh, that's right. 
you know, and he'd act like Newman or whatever, right. and he'd talk about Jerry Seinfeld. Around. So what was it like to work with Jerry Seinfeld? I, it, you know, every time you saw that person, it would be agitating. It, yeah. You know, it would. I get, uh, I, I get I, that. You know, I kind of like, I'm, I'm much more than that, than Newman's cousin. Teresa weighed in mm-hmm. and said, shame on her parents for letting it go this long. You know what? Well, That's an interesting That is interesting. View. That would have been a good back channel conversation well, to happen. Because I think... I think when they started doing this mm-hmm. as as she was a child, right. I think it would have been a par- a- appropriate right. for who if, if it was the the mom or right. the dad what talking to again? their mother. Uh, what was the lady's name? Um, well, I, it didn't. Be- it it didn't doesn't give matter. It's just like name. you know, Betty needs to cut her own course, mom. And I think every time you compare. Her, to, to my sister your daughter right it, it just it's confusing it, it, it's to her. hard it, it confuses her right. and it's hard for her to live up to this saintly image right. that we're portraying mm-hmm. of this she feels like she has to be perfect and she has to be just like her it's it's too hard on her right that's too big of a cross for yeah, a that little would have been a good child to bear yes so Agreed. yeah i think Teresa's right mm-hmm. uh, she says the grandmother owes her an apology well mm. one can only hope that as time and and distance mm-hmm. gets in between this difficult yeah. conversation they'll both be able to to make that right because mm-hmm. there's some apologizing that needs to happen on on both on both sides yeah, she agree. didn't deal she didn't deliver that message mm-hmm. in a in a very tactful right way but maybe maybe grandma gets it now i don't know <laughs> there are some interesting things that come up on that reddit feed feed <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> Am I an a-hole? I wonder who came up with that concept. Well, (laughs) there's a lot of them out there, let me just say. (laughs) Hey, we've got uh, WDBJ7 on the way Mm -hmm. with our headlines. Uh, Matt Ferguson going to tell us how long this cold snap's going to last. Could be a little while. 39 degrees in Amherst, 41 in Appomattox, uh, 41 in Danville, 43 in Roanoke and Salem, 40 in Bedford, and 41 in Lynchburg. It's a big weekend of soapbox derby racing in the Roanoke area. The annual Star City Soapbox Derby Fall Rally was on Saturday and Sunday. Gravity racers from all around the country converged on the Star City track at uh, Walren Park in Hollins. Uh, many, uh, while many are familiar with the local annual race of the All-American Soap Derby, uh, a lot of them weren't. Uh, we have people uh, that recognize that the champion national championship, uh, typically in Ohio, uh, ta- taking place in Akron. And um, if you've ever watched one of these things, it's a lot of fun because they, how they build them, and and you know they all have to use basically it's like cooking a cake with all the same ingredients. Um, the the Boy Scouts used to do this years ago. I remember the Boy Scouts were involved with stuff like this, and I was, as a small child, we did the uh, soapbox derbies. We got to build the cars, and they used nails to hold the wheels on. These are tiny little ones, you know, yeah. that we hand race. These are the full-fledged ones that you get in. You get, like, the little kit. Right, you, you get it, the yeah. kit and build them, but this is the ones that actually get in and drive them. So uh, that happened this weekend. It was a big Fine. success, and, uh, you know, it's just a good thing, I yeah. think, all around. Get kids into mechanical things and thinking about how things are put together and, and all and that. out of phones. And, and out of phones. That's what I was just yeah. going to say. They weren't using their thumbs that way. No injuries were reported after a structure fire on Sunday in Buchanan. Uh, on Sunday evening, just before 920, the Botetourt County 
Department of Fire and EMS said crews were dispatched to the 500 block of Treebark Road in Buchanan for a structure fire. They said first arriving units found a single story home heavily involved in a fire. The individuals were reported to be out of the home. Crews were able to get the fire under control within the first 15 minutes. Uh, There were no injuries reported. It was caused by combustible material too close to the heat source of a wood stove. Mm. The home is a total loss. Uh, Units operated on the scene uh, for just over two hours. You know, we did a show, you mentioned it earlier, um, on sustainable living made Mm -hmm. easy with Glenn Mm Boblitz. And it was talking about fall chores. One of the things he talked about was you've got to inspect your chimney yeah, You've got to I, inspect I, I your, to that part. Your, yeah. your wood stove mm-hmm. before you use it. You yeah. have to do that, guys. Right. And, of course, it got cold over the weekend, so some people were firing stuff up. You've got to do the work before that right. if you're going to use that. And certainly don't want to have combustibles mm-hmm. near yeah, it. Nearby. Uh, Glenn said something that was really interesting because of my construction background. Uh, he said that, you know, over time you will have uh, – certain parts of the flu that there will be cracks right and those cracks is where the sparks get in Mm -hmm. and then get to the framing uh which is already dried out wood beyond measure right it's 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 kindling basically yeah is what it turns into when those sparks hit it and that's how these chimney fires some of them can start there yeah and of course you guys talked about rodents and birds building nests yep, that's, inside that happens. and those are yeah. that's brought together by a bunch of branches and leaves and grass and mm-hmm. that's very flammable as well right and we talked about you know black goose chimney they're a yeah. um sponsor of us here at the radio station they do a fantastic job he also gave them his seal of approval right right he said i love seeing him with a top hat yeah that's right <laughs> so, that's right that's it's cool. important stuff yeah. you don't we don't think about it but mm-hmm. if you don't think about it you can have a story and end up in the headlines like this and you don't want that absolutely 866-916-3776 you're on the morning jam good morning good morning mark good morning janet hey bob Hi. Hey, uh, railing, uh, weighing in on this Israeli thing. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm on a CBN site, Friends of Israel, and mm-hmm. I'm just disheartened because a lot of these uh, IDF soldiers, if they get captured, they're torturing them, and then killing them. Right. Wow. Yeah. And it's just, it's just really sad. It's heartbreaking. Uh, you weighed man. in. Uh, you weighed in on that. that everybody uh, in Israel, man and woman, have to serve. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing about them, which I like and I wish we could do in this country, is that the weapons they're issued during basic is the weapon they carry with them when they get out and they're in the reserve and they keep it with them right. for their entire life. Yeah. Yeah. And no. they get... Imagine they get that. And they're, oh, not, yeah. and they're not just like shooting each other willy-nilly? All the time they're killing no. each other. Yeah, all the time. Now. We hear it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Crazy. That's crazy. So that's... I got my kudos off to them. Like, if we did it in this country, uh, what a safer we might be. Right. So, do you do you think, Bob? Because I watched some obviously some news when this story broke over the weekend, and they were talking right. about the bloodthirst that that Israel has because these guys are barbaric with the way they're they're doing this stuff. These Hamas, they they could give a flying rats, you know what? Whether it's a baby or a grandmother no, who was a Holocaust survivor, bloodthirsty. And so do you think that as a military, former military person, you have to have a measured response, but yet it has to be a convincing measured response. What do you think those conversations are like 
you know, going on between military and politicians right now? Well, I, I don't know what those are going like, but I, I posted, I said, I told them, I said, uh, in my Israeli, uh, not coins, but, you know, online stuff, is that give Hamas a war they won't forget. Right. Anytime soon, because this isn't just today. This goes on all the time in Israel. Hamas right. will sneak one or two across the border. They're always firing those Katusha rockets into Israel. Right, right. Inadvert- you know, like, don't, not caring where they hit. Right, exactly. They don't care who they kill. Mm-hmm. Israel is the least targeting uh, places of known resist our known uh, headquarters of Hamas and, and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, wish that we could do that. Did you notice they're, over... They're do you notice over the weekend that they told them, they told the Palestinians, look, I know they're using human shields. If you're in a school or you're in that hospital, I'm telling you right now, get out. Yeah. Israel is warning yeah. them, get out, because those buildings are going to be rubble soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they cut what they do. I just heard what they cut off their electric and, yep. their, and their water. And their they're doing an embar- a bar- embargo, which uh, is a smart play. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, Israel has been very, very patient, in my my opinion. Right. And they just put up with a lot of junk from these people. Uh, they keep crying Palestine. Pa- Palestine wasn't Palestine until some Roman emperor made it Palestine. Right. It was always Israel and always been Israel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, a- Abraham purchased the land way back, you know, thousands of years ago. Right. So the land belongs to Israel. Mm-hmm. I mean, may, maybe they can guide one of them with Tusha rockets to knock off the Dome of the Rock. Well, <laughs> here's the thing that I've heard about. Like you said, they, they fire these things. They're not very accurate. They do damage, no. but they thank God they're not you know, precise and, and have a large payload on them. They, they've got a payload that can make damage. No, don't get me wrong. But they're not like some of the, obviously, the missiles that we would have or even Israel has. But, uh, yeah, they could indiscriminate because they're shooting at Jerusalem. They could hit the Dome of the Rock and literally blast their own holy place. Yes, they could. And they wouldn't know it. I put this at the foot of Biden because he's the one who released all that money. Right, the $6 billion. Obama did, too. Obama in the wee hours. He sent Uh cash on pallets. Yeah, tons of money. So, Mm. I mean— and if Iraq is Iran is behind it, uh, we knew that. They knew that. Right. You know, they're they're going to be very fortunate if Israel can can find the link that they don't get a nuke up there behind. And right. I, do, so, I don't understand these people in Washington, you know, talking about how well, you know, I think both sides are to blame, and right. you know, they've been <laughs> occupied. And what are you talking about? I mean, come on. The the the. The, the Muslims and Arabs come into Israel and work and do jobs and mm-hmm. make money and make right. a living. Yeah. And it's, a demo- it's the only democracy in the Middle East. Right. Yeah. It, it's a contested democracy, but it's a, it's a democracy. Yeah. And they, they allow them to live with them. They allow them to come into their cities. You know, I... Well, I heard one commentator, Bob, say with the money that has been sent to the Gaza Strip, they could have built Singapore, but they chose to do and squander their monies for these type of things. Yeah. And, you know, it's, yeah. it's sad because it's all about the hatred. And, and one Israeli rabbi said over the weekend, it's going to take 25 years to turn this around because they literally train their children. They play out fights that yeah. Bobby over here is now an Israeli. How will you fight him? 
in 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 children in kindergarten right. and first seven, second third grade. It's like it's like that, playing trained, cowboys and Indians. They're, they're trained at an them. early age to hate yeah. Israel. Yeah, and that takes a while to undo. They did they did the same with the North Korean uh, orphans. Yeah. They told them, the males, they said, the reason you're an orphan is Americans killed your parents. Mm-hmm. Not not us. We didn't kill them. No, they did. And they trained them to hate Americans. That's why you have some of the bloodshed along the border on the DMZ in Korea. Well, right. and it makes you, makes you wonder what Thank they're going to the do now down. that everybody else is distracted. Of course, they also talked about the surges of conflict in Jerusalem and the West Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Israeli-Saudi negotiations about normalizing right. relations. Yep. They can't have that. They don't like that at all. And they say this and is I think that was the it. I think that was the straw. Yeah, the broke camel's back. Yeah, and they for say. them, because we can't we can't normalize anything. We can't have any peace. That, no. That's not going to happen. No, 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 no. Right. Unless, of course, you come over to my house and I make you dinner. That might get everybody in a better mood. I think they should bring them to the Rose Complex and lock them in there. Yeah. With you making all these amazing let meals. Me, let me feed you and make life better for you. And then, I don't know. I'd do it if I thought it would work. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Inspiring peace from the Rose Complex. I like it. Exactly, exactly. I can see Um, the headline. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at F&L Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. We had a big old Sunday supper yesterday and I've been trying out some uh, new recipes for my holiday menus. I think a lot of people are, are thinking about that already. Right. Uh, I've been working on perfecting my corn pudding because I've never had to make it before. Uh, there were other people in the family that, that did that, it. That did it. Okay. And now it's like... It's Mama Jan's it's time. It's Mama now. Jan's time. That's yeah. right. Uh, so I, I finally found a recipe that is absolute perfection. And the best part is you can make it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. and then just pop it in the oven. Oh, nice. Uh, this is a, an easy recipe. There's no, like, jiffy mixes or any of that. I don't even know what that is. That's not even cordon pudding, so don't even go there. Um, <laughs> if you don't want to use canned uh, cream corn, you can just simply add a tablespoon of flour and a half a cup of cream uh, to this recipe, and, and you can get there that way. Um, you're going to start out with, you know, quite a bit of, of corn, frozen corn, or you can use canned corn if you don't have that uh, available to you uh, so you're going to start with a couple of cans of regular corn and then a can of uh, cream corn so two 15 ounce cans of whole kernel corn and then uh, uh, two 17 ounce cans of the cream corn all right preheat your oven to 400 degrees spray your three quart casserole dish or a 9 by 13 inch glass mm-hmm. and in a large bowl you're going to combine all the corn five eggs and then you're going to put in uh, some sugar, some cornstarch, some seasoning salt, and then a half a teaspoon of dry mustard. You cannot leave that out. Okay. A half a teaspoon of dry mustard and a teaspoon of dried minced onion. Those are must-haves in this recipe to get the flavor right. Then you're going to put in a half a cup of milk and half a cup of melted margarine and just stir it all together. Now you can hold it into a bowl and then pour it into the casserole dish mm-hmm. You know, the next day to bake it or you can bake it right away. Okay. Uh, it will set up. It'll be beautifully browned and 
I think my son could eat it just as his meal alone. <laughs> so uh, it takes about an hour, though, to, to bake it. And okay, get it the so way leave it needs a little time set aside. That's right. Okay. Uh, you want to have this recipe to, to save for your upcoming holiday dinners, just go to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll have access to every recipe that we share, and rest assured, I have tried out each and every one of them. Brought to you by F&L Market, where their meats are cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at F&L, save on top round London broils, $4.98 a pound. Whole boneless ribeyes are $8.99 a pound. Fresh ground round is $3.98 a pound. Family pack round steak is $5.49 a pound. And pork loins half sliced are $1.99 a pound. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by F&L Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. What do you know? This is going to be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Oh, Oh, gosh. That may be one of Rose's favorite bits. I know. (laughs) I'm making waffles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making waffles. I know. You know that is one thing that I have noticed that that almost everybody does now at the the free breakfast you get. I mean, they have their their grilled up eggs in a tub. They've got sausage in a tub, some biscuits and gravy, <laughs> and then they've got the waffle maker. Right. And I always hit the waffle maker because I know it's fresh. I know as soon as it's made, I'm going to be eating it within sixty seconds. And sometimes I will split a waffle in half with my wife. And it was funny because if you're strategic, you can literally make a half a waffle. Oh, okay. You just don't let it get into the other side. You have to anticipate. It's a lot of calculations. You have to anticipate the batter uh, going, you know, overboard. And you try to stop a little bit short. Then you put the, flop the thing down, you spin it over and boom, you get a half a waffle. My wife saw me brought a half a waffle to the table one time and she goes how'd you do that (laughs) impressive i watched somebody else do it and i mimicked it and it worked i saw the neatest little appetizer the other day and they took because it did it have like the four squares yeah the four it's divided yeah yeah. right about this you know what eight inches in diameter so they would they took the uh, they made like chicken and waffle sliders oh and they did they took a quarter piece and then they took a nice uh, piece of fried chicken just gave me and you put that on there boom well wait my brain just exploded i'm not done they put hot honey over the chicken oh instead of syrup they put hot honey on it can you imagine how good that would be yeah you got your waffle you got your sweet but you got your spicy yeah and your yeah i think that sounds what i'm gonna try next time yeah you need to 
whisper it because I don't want anybody else to hear it. <laughs> I'm going to go get my sausage first. Yeah. And I'm going to cut it up into little pieces. Right. And I'm going to pour the batter in there. Oh. And then I'm going to drop the chunks of sausage in my waffle while nobody's looking. <laughs> and then I'm going to lock it. Like, sir, are you contaminating our waffle iron? I'm going to lock that puppy down for three minutes. I think it's three minutes. Yeah. And when that beeper goes off, I'm going to have the most awesome waffle. So I have a friend named named Dayla. You've heard you guys have heard me talk about Dayla before. Um, she's the my friend that lives in the villages. Mm-hmm. Dayla's probably I guess she's 64, 65, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a good age to be down there. Uh, uh, Dayla is like five foot nothing. She five says she's nothing. five feet tall. She's not five she's feet tall. She's single. But it's adorable. Is she single? No, no. Oh, Larry, I was gonna say it's because, Larry and Dayla. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because that's crazy lifestyle down there. And she dresses really cute. I mean, so we had gone, we had gone away for the weekend. We had a girls weekend and we were staying at a hotel where they had the little waffle maker thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have. And Dale had on, she had a little pair of jeans and her little tiny size five sneaker (laughs) and a hoodie. She had a hoodie on. She's like a child, basically. And she may have had a cap on because we were going to an outdoor festival. Right. The lady at the hotel comes over and she says Dayla's making her waffle she said sweetheart sweetheart and Dayla turned around and she's like oh my gosh I'm so sorry and I just started laughing I said you thought she was a child didn't you she goes yeah we do have a we do have an age limit as to how old you have to run the waffle maker maker. (laughs) good thing it's not a height requirement like like the roller coaster Dayla you must be this tall to operate the waffle maker she said I am 63 years old and I'm still dealing with this stuff oh my gosh it was so funny that's great but you know I think it speaks well for her that because when you're that short you can't carry any extra weight Right, it shows up. Or you, yeah. Yeah. So for you to even be mistaken as a child, I think that's pretty, yeah, pretty that's awesome. Yeah, pretty awesome. But yeah, you must be this tall. So to she's operate, like, uh, we were talking about, uh, what's his face? Um, Hart, Kevin Hart. Oh, yeah. He's very short himself. Yes. And if you watch the commercial. <laughs> he lies. He so lies about his height. If you watch the one commercial, and I can't even remember what he's pushing, because he pushes a lot of product. He does. They, they have him sitting between two ladies that are doing like yoga, and they're sitting on the floor. They even have a six-inch cushion he's sitting on to oh. get him. So you so he's in the look shot. at every shot of him when he's sitting in a chair. They've got him in a booster-type scenario <laughs> to him. get him up to the, look the normal size. You know, I watch um, Heart I think to Heart. it's a Heart, phone commercial. His little, his little talk show. Oh, he's got a he, – now, it's got language, but it is very interesting. It's It doesn't always have language. It depends on who he's – He's talking to. Okay. Because he is like a pressure – cusser if uh, he's with somebody who's not a cusser he's very respectful of that right okay um but if he's with a cusser man it is it's, it's it is on, on like donkey Kong. yeah <laughs> um but he was i think it was will ferrell who's very tall sure and and i i should i should look i bet you they had him in a booster yeah that because he was they yeah, were like what is each kevin other. i think we had looked this up like five four or something something like that yeah. but uh, but he totally lies about his height that's sure. all right uh also in entertainment we hey, were when your friend comes in that. town i want to meet her if she ever oh, comes oh, to lynchburg oh yeah she does yeah yeah she'll she'll definitely yeah. be around you need to meet dayla she's a hoot. Yeah, I, I think it'd be fun so um did you see the story about the food network star um, he was the celebrity chef. He won a daytime Emmy for mm-hmm. outstanding culinary sh- uh, show. Michael uh, Chiarello, mm-hmm. 61. He died from 
anaphylactic shock. Oh, from like a food or something? Yes, he had an allergic reaction. Wow. Um, The late chef's company confirmed that he passed away at the Queen of the Valley Medical Center in Napa, where he had been treated for the past week for acute allergic reaction that led to anaphylactic shock. Did they state what the food was? Um, it it didn't say. I mean, I'm a. Here's the thing. Did he know? He was allergic. Wow. I mean, y- you would think. He's a handsome guy too. I looked fit. Very. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very very handsome. Uh, had a passion for food and yeah. and uh, apparently his family did the wine making thing. Right. Uh, started the family vineyards and oh my uh, yeah wow. it's just they're asking in lieu of flowers to make donations to meals on wheels that's kind of that's great kind of a cool thing that's great yeah guys you- if you have allergies you need to make sure you have that epi pen yeah, yeah close by because it, it can go bad pretty quickly pretty quick yeah jeez pretty sad eight o'clock cbs news is going to have an update on the war in israel and the gaza It's a a story that's going to be in the headlines for quite a while.